Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. horror. Today, Chantal and I are going to talk about true horror, some things that are going on in the world that everyone is aware of, unless you have been living under a rock for the past two weeks. And we're going to talk about how we are being affected and how, what steps we can take or the things that we can do to combat racism. And particularly, we want to, this is a very sensitive topic. Let me just put that out there. I am a black female. Chantel is a Hispanic female. We're both middle-aged. I have two children that happen to be black, a husband that's black, a father, brother that's black. We all have friends that are black. And <clears throat> this is an issue that directly affects all of us, even if you're not black, because um, when one of us is hurting, we all are in some way, mm -hmm. even if you don't believe that, it is. It is true. It is very true. And uh, because I'm a black female, though, I'm closer to this topic than some people might be. And I wanted to bring a guest on so that if I got too overly dramatic about certain things, that I had somebody to kind of balance that out from a legal standpoint, because I wanted to have someone to do a legal analysis. But that didn't work out. So I'm sorry if I kind of jump in and out of heads here. Some of you might know that I'm a lawyer also, so there are some things that I know from a legal standpoint but I didn't want to just be on here talking about, um, if every week I'm coming on here talking about sucking dick and masturbation, right. I wanted you to be able to still take me seriously when I start talking about the legal issues. But it, it may not matter, because if you, if you don't understand what's going on, nothing I can say now is going to change that That's either. That's true. Yeah. But we want to use our platform to spread awareness. Yes. And because I have been getting some calls from people that are saying, uh, calls and emails and text messages and DMs, what can I do to help? They're empathizing. I'm sorry that this is happening, stuff like that. So I wanted to go into some of that too. And we are actually recording physically as well for YouTube. You know, and I forgot all about that. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I just looked at that. That's right. Uh, I forgot. I'm looking down here because we normally record audio. Only, yes. Yeah. But this way we do it both. Um, who knows? Maybe we can reach more people. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, first off, also, I want to... Second off, I suppose. We... I want... Uh, injustice, racism, we understand that uh, it can go... It can include a lot of different people, but I want to make sure that we understand that the focus is black lives. And the reason is because historically... And as you can see in more recent news, and it's, it's not new, it's just being filmed more often, we are the community that has been the most impacted. And pre police brutality is a real thing that affects a lot of different people. I'm not going to deny that. What I'm saying specifically right now is that in our community is overwhelmingly um, the, the ratio is out of proportion with anybody else. And the people who are responsible for killing black lives, unarmed people, uh, and, and I wanted to read a list of some of the names that it happened to, but mm -hmm. 
The list is just so long. Yeah. But at some point, I hope we can do a moment of silence for the people who have died by the hands of police. And the systemic racism trickles down. It's not just police brutality. We've had a lot of incidences recently also that have included citizens that have killed people. The problem is, is they go uh, without justice. Right. They are not brought to justice. They are not convicted. It's not until there's protests that are going on that there's even an arrest being made. And then that's if you can get to a conviction after the arrest is made. Yeah. So this is very specifically speaking to the fact that people who are unarmed and are judged to be violent or a suspect or a criminal just because they're black, they must be feared, then they have been killed. <clears throat> And it's over the most minor things. Uh, bust a taillight. A suspicion of selling loose cigarettes. Being in Walmart holding a gun in an open carry state. Being in a park with a toy gun. Now... Sometimes just walking. Just walking on. or running the neighborhood. Walking with Skittles. Uh, so... These are very real issues. There are real victims. And the person who did it, the perpetrator of the murder, does not go to prison. I do want to add the statistics here, only just because I find that many people use this statistic not realizing that there's two parts to the statistic. Um, 2017, white men killed by cops was 457, black men 223. We come to 2020, thus far, 42 white, 31 black. Now, sure, it seems like there's more white people getting killed, but white people make up 62% of the population of the United States, whereas black people make up 13%. So when you consider that, it is an avalanche more. Even though the number may seem lower, it's really not. So... <clears throat> And this is also where I wanted to bring on someone else to discuss. Thanks for those, those stats. Because people are constantly throwing out this black-on-black black crime bullshit. What about Chicago bullshit? And that is the sort of thing that really pisses me off. We are constantly having to address the same bullshit over and over again. What rock are you living on that this has not been answered a million and one times? Black-on-black black crime does not exist any more than white on white crime, Hispanic on his Hispanic crime. It is about proximity. You are more likely to be around people who are black if you're black. So the crime is going to be in that community. You are more likely to commit a, a, a crime or murder someone if you're Asian in an Asian community. So it's Asian on Asian crime. Black on black crime is a misnomer for just crime period, murder period. There's... If you are in a concentration of black people, then it's going to be more than likely black people murdering black people. But it has been addressed on a regular basis. Now I'm looking at the camera more than I'm That's okay. Today. It's picking us up. It's <laughs> picking us up. The, uh, but remember, it's picking up everything. Including all of my emotions. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, it's okay. We're passionate, guys. <laughs> and I'm really trying to tone it down. I'm not sure exactly how to remain distant. I don't even know distance, if it's possible. Because you know? we're human and we fucking give a shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <Sure. laughs> and. <laughs> okay. 
So the, the black on black crime is being addressed still because people are saying, why aren't you, when somebody black kills somebody black, y'all don't riot. Uh, uh, that is some fucking bullshit. Most of the time, when someone black is killed by someone black, there is an arrest made. They go to prison for it, okay? Plus, I don't know why you would not hold, why would you hold the police to the same standard as a common person, in the, as a citizen? And, and if you do hold them to the same standard, then you would expect them to be arrested when you are seeing them on film doing something absolutely ridiculous as sitting on, as kneeling on someone's neck for nine minutes. <laughs> this is, it's so I'm not going to be able to dial back, I see. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, it's nine just, minutes. It's so, it's, it's, it's to me. Just uh, uh, it shows how ridiculous and ignorant the populace of our country can be. And we thought it was Trump showing us that. Guess what? It wasn't. Oh, he's, was. he's been he's been dog whistling to his people and they are showing out in droves. Um, so they, but not, they didn't have the us this time, girl. He's out. <laughs> uh, I, I do find some comfort in knowing yeah. that there are allies, people who are getting it. 60,000 in Houston. 60,000 protested in Houston yesterday. That and is remarkable. And then there was a small percentage that did not go home. And I promise you, it was not the Black Lives Matter people. It was the people who have been trying to hijack this movement and they got arrested. They sure did. And they found that these people are getting paid. They're Re- getting paid. Regarding, regarding the police officers who do these sorts of, uh, sort of crimes and get away with it, we are paying them. Taxpayer dollars are paying them to protect and serve. Yeah. These are not examples of protecting and serving. Mm-hmm. And that is the problem. Black on black crime is dealt with. If you want to use black on black crime, which is no different than anybody, if you want to use that term, that that term of art, then you need to realize that that is being addressed. When police officers kill people, it goes unaddressed until there is protesting in the streets, and it should not be like that. You should not get a paid leave after murdering somebody in cold blood. I want to just point out the statistic in 2015, black men from the ages of 18 to 29, 175 were shot dead, 24 were unarmed. White men, 172 shot dead, 18 unarmed. And again, remember, that's keeping in mind that the population is 62% white, 13% black people in America. So 24, where is it? where's my note here? 40% more likely an unarmed black man to get shot by a cop than a white man. And, that, and that's also, I mean, for you people that want to that wanna justify these stats with, um, we're, we're talking about unarmed people. You want to justify people who are getting murdered if they right. had just followed the law. Weeks ago, we literally had a bunch of white people with... With guns. With big guns. Storming governmental offices. I'm sorry, but... I, I, I mean, how... No, nobody was shot. No. No tear gas. Nothing. The <laughs> army wasn't called out. They were sitting there with rifles that could penetrate through walls. And Trump supported that bullshit. Yeah. Because they had a right to their freedoms. 
to complain about this virus and how it's in, in that come on really all right so we we we, we said we weren't going to just continue to regurgitate okay. things that everybody's been arguing about if you have been paying attention to our podcast then you probably are the people who get it you know you you so we don't want to just preach to you or That's anything right. yeah um, but if you want to share that at least that portion of what we've been because you don't have those numbers to share share it that's yeah. why we're doing this because we want we want that real hard information there because people need to listen to it. And sometimes it's just straight up ignorance and that people don't know any better, I guess. Right. And sec- and and we this is a sex and horror podcast. So if you listen to all of our podcasts, you're probably like, "Well, why the fuck are y'all talking about this?" Because this is real <laughs> life horror. Because yeah. it does fit. Just like we did with the clickback ex- episode when we brought mm-hmm. on um the, the actor from Orange is the New Black. Yes. His name is escaping me right me too. now. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. We're, we're really just... Yeah, fired up about this shit. Yes. Uh, but um, we were talking about Ice. And he played an Ice agent on Orange is the New Black. And uh, and so we talked about real life horrors then about immigration. So mm-hmm. we... when you, some, some of you love true true horror, true true crime stuff, so... We never get her to talk about it. <laughs> no, this no. is the only opportunity we'll ever get, guys. I'm going to talk about true horror, true crime here. Yes. Uh, and, and it's... And because I feel like also we would be inhumane to have a platform like this, even if we reached 20 people a week... And we just completely let this get by and not discuss it. I mean, what kind of people would we be to have a podcast and with, with, with all of the rioting and protests and everything that's going on all over the world? The first time all 50 states that I know of have come yeah. together and had protests. And what, people on other continents. Right. What kind of people would we be to ignore that? Let's just go on business as usual with our podcast. I'm not going to lie. I was expecting this a long time ago because I knew Trump was going to bring it out. Honey, I knew would. since day one, the night that he got in office is the night I stopped. I, I told you, I stopped watching the news then. And I've been sitting back waiting for war because I knew it was coming. Now, how bad this gets, I personally believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. There is going to be, uh, and there will be blood. There will be bloodshed. I mean, there has been. And it, there will be more. There's be, been death. Because of yeah. his, his response, the leadership that we have is is not strong enough to deter people from doing that. So it's it's going to continue and it's to gonna get worse. probably tear up the fabric of what makes America because it's already I mean it's an overwhelming show of support for the Black Lives Matter movement. It's overwhelming. That I I'm sure you were even taken aback like oh, I was, yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. I was and very surprised. You would think by him seeing that he would go, Okay, we need to backtrack and figure something out because this is gonna get bad. No, he fucking calls the army out. The one thing that's supposed to be protecting us as U.S. citizens, giving us our freedom. I know that there's going to be some soldiers that have the same issues that the cops have with uh, the brutality and the bullying. But there are a lot more of them that do this out of patriotism. And I know it's got to be tearing them up to be going after their own fucking citizens. And I, I can't even imagine. I'm thankful I never joined the army. Well, in in the case of of what's it getting worse because of the leadership we have, mm. um, it, it's going to get worse, and I think that it's still it, it could have we we could have gotten on the right track even with Kaepernick. 
he was protesting this years ago. He was blackballed in the NFL. He was kneeling peacefully. People should have listened then, and they wouldn't. Yep. They came out left and right. Uh, the flag is blah, blah, blah. And that was peaceful. So now we have protests all over the world. They have gotten violent, and it's, the, the violence is going to get worse. But I will say, even this is still not as bad as it could be. You have to understand that, oh, yeah. that with everything that's going on, the conditions are ripened for a lot of bloodshed. And when, right now, people are just talking about property damage. It could be worse. Oh, yeah. People could really be seeking revenge, and, and here's a life the, for a life. That's right. And here's the thing you got to think about, too, because there's so many little components these little groups because you know white supremacists are loud on youtube and their their social media but they're not big in numbers i know people tend to think that that's true but they're really not now you get silent complacent people that's where the problem is and they allow stuff like that like these stupid 12 year olds that painted their face black on fucking tiktok i don't even get me started on those girls i i know they're children but Silence is is (laughs) complicity. Yes. And Um, and, and that's where we have to stop. And that's why I was super, super is even such a weak word, but I was, I was deeply moved that people are actually coming out and going, this isn't okay. Um, at a time where it's, you know, people are deathly afraid to just go to the grocery store. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's talk for a minute also about what the difference is because I, uh, people, tend to start focusing on the rioting and the looting and let that distract them from the bigger issue, which is standing up against injustice. Mm -hmm. And you should not be one of those people that's complaining about looting. I mean, why should that bother you? Like, really? In any type of war, there has always been uh, people pillage and, and take the spoils of war. I mean, looting, whatever, that's property. It's insured. I personally do not have a problem with the looting. Sorry, I do not. And property does not, does not, uh, property can be replaced. These lives cannot be replaced. So if you were one of those people that's talking about, look, fuck you. I mean, if you can dare to sit up here and talk about people looting, but you can't say anything about the lives that are lost, I mean, like, really? Just shut the fuck up. That is really how strongly I feel about it. I get it. So I'm, it, it, it bothers me, and I know those are not the empathetic people. Those are the people that you can't be persuaded to give a damn about these lives that are being lost anyway. You really can't. You are out here just mouthing off. And you're trying to find any kind of way to justify your, uh, your hatred, your, your, your silence, your complicity, your um, I'm okay with this because it's not, on my, it's not affecting me directly. You are finding ways to justify not giving a damn. But it is affecting you directly. Don't ever believe that. That's some bullshit. It is affecting you directly. And every single freedom you think you have in this country, you don't have shit. Because you know what? In a drop of a dime, all this sadistic behavior. You know what I, I said? What do you think if some, some island, some beautiful luxurious island, or say some country, say Italy, decide, like everybody died from the coronavirus in Italy, and all the black people in America said, we're going to buy Italy and move there. You think this shit's going to stop? No. Because the evil that is perpetrating the shit 
is going to find someone else to put it upon. This is not something that will stop until we all fucking look at it and confront it and do something about it. Even if it's just simply looking at your friend who's making a joke or laughing at something on Facebook. Oh, that's funny. And you can look at them and go, that's not fucking funny. Hmm. That's a simple little tiny step towards making everything at least better. I, I thought in the case of the, the rioting, I thought Ava, the, the rioting and looting, I thought Ava DuVernay had a really good response. So I'm, I'm just going to post this. She said, if you think they are hurting because you never. Good Lord. Sorry. I, I... <laughs> the readers. <laughs> We're good partners that way. <laughs> if you think they are hurting the cause, you never truly knew or believed the cause. People of color are looting. Couldn't deter anyone serious about the ongoing murder of black people by police from focusing on that issue. I have terrible handwriting. And, and it, it, because it, it really comes down to, I was going to care about police murdering until I saw that guy steal a TV. <laughs> that, that's really the attitude people are having. Yeah. Man, I, I really was going to get behind this cause, but then I saw them out there stealing TVs. Fuck that cause. No. No. You're bullshitting. And the guy that does the Daily Show, I forgot his name. I was Trevor gonna... Noah. His his post about it or his video was like right on the head. He said looting is never going to be acceptable because it goes directly in the face of what we need to change. So of course society's going to look at it and go, "Oh, that's just unacceptable." Of course it is because what's happening is already unacceptable, but you won't fucking confront it. So if it takes people stealing some shoes and a TV and tearing up some groceries, no worse than people going through the fucking grocery store coughing all over everything because they don't want to wear their fucking mask, then get the fuck over it. it you wouldn't listen when it was just a meal. When people were just kneeling in protest. I'm beginning to think there's nothing people can do to make you listen. Because no matter what it was, people had something to say about the peaceful protesting too. What they really want you to do is shut up. Of course. They really want you to be quiet. Let me they don't you. want you to protest at all. The number one thing you can do wrong in our world is be there and communicate. Because people Let don't people want to know. listen. Let people That's know right. what's going on. People want to stay ignorant. They don't want to see the evil. And they don't want to realize that, you know, that cute little thing your grandpa used to say? It was fucking racist and you should stop saying it. Regarding, this was another quote that I saw. It's horrible that, let me see if I can read my handwriting <laughs> without glasses. It's horrible that an innocent black man was killed, but destroying property must stop. All right. Instead of focusing on it that way, change the focus. It should be, this is horrible that property is being destroyed, but killing innocent black people has to stop. Prioritize the right part. That was That's a right. quote also I saw on uh, Twitter. But um, let's, let's talk about how we even got here to begin with. Uh, because earlier I, I did find out that um, the the one cop, the one who's seen kneeling on his actual neck, his charges were upgraded from third degree to second degree murder. Yes. And the three other cops, one was just standing around watching, keeping a lookout. And the other two that were crushing his back. Was he the one with the mace back, out? Or was he the one with his hand on the gun? I can't remember. Um, not they were all threatening sure. people, basically. Oh, yeah, there were two others on his body, and there was one that was just standing lookout. So all four of them, the other three have been, arre- have been arrested. Charges have been filed. They've yeah. been arrested also. Now, <clears throat> that would not have happened without all the protesting, looting, rioting, all of it. And it still took two weeks. 
Yes. So that is why people are taking a public stand and they are taking it to the streets. That is why. So should they stop? No, because that's what's getting things done. Now you have, now they have your attention. Now we have your attention. But how did we get to this point? I don't know. How did we get to this you point? You tell us. No, 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 no. I mean, we got to this point with the protests Ignorance. and the rioting. Not looking, not communicating, not listening. Turning a blind eye that's to right. everything that's been Silence. going on. We had Miss Cooper uh, in the in Central Park the other day. Oh, <laughs> There's a black man threatening my life. I'm fearing for my life. Uh, African American man. She was PC about it. There's an African man. Those type of calls, calling on people just living. That's how we got to this point. So it's not even just about George Floyd. Rest in peace. It's not even just about him. It is a long history and people are fucking fed up. Fed up. And it's not just black people. Everybody is fed up. Everybody who was out at those protests are fed up. And why? Because it's not, it's not even, it's, it's worse than inhumane. It's showing that you don't give a fuck about life, period. That you would do that to anyone, anyone's son or daughter. Well, the, 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 the boys club in the, in the police department is unbelievable. The lady who got killed in her bed, she was just sleeping. Not one charge ever for any of those people. They were just doing their job. They were doing their job shooting people while they were asleep. I'm pretty sure that when you make an arrest, just shooting somebody while they are asleep is way excessive force. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Brianna Taylor was in there. They they busted up in the house, shot her eight times. Just that eight simple. Times. Being in her house, asleep, and shot her eight times. They finally let the, the no say no out. knock and announce. He he was like a he was like a well, but he was arrested. Boom! <laughs> it for took two weeks back. for the cops to get arrested. Shooting back, he was arrested. Okay. Well, he didn't even fucking know what's in his house. So, and I know some people right now are saying, but the protesters are actually peaceful. There's agitators out there and you're combining the protesters with the rioters and the looters. Yes, that, that's correct. Some people... And the, I will say the Black Lives Matter people, for the most part, are taking that back. Like, this is what we're here to do. But that doesn't mean you don't have angry people that if they see a pile of bricks and other people are throwing them... They're angry enough to throw a brick. Get the fuck over it. You do have people that are anarchists that have been waiting for an opportunity to rise up against the government and the system that don't care about black lives. They don't care about the police brutality thing. They don't care about what's going on. You do have that. I would just like to say that it takes all of that. I would just like to say any type of movement, you're going to have those type of things happening. And, uh... I mean, look it at, happens. Look at Europe. I mean, they've been burning for thousands of years over religion, over politics. And you think that they got their points made by being peaceful? Right. I mean, the, the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> All these people talking about, you're not going to solve anything by looting or... or... <laughs> you got to see her face, guys. You can't see her face. You got to go on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there's also some other groups uh, like Antifa 
your president called uh, white supremacists uh, very fine people once upon a time. Very fine people on one side, on both sides. No, actually, Antifa was not white people. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I'm contrasting. I mean. I'm, okay. I'm contrasting. Before, like, uh, uh, we had uh, the Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Was it Charlotte? No, South Carolina, Charleston. Charleston, South Carolina dude shot nine parishioners. They were in the church. He came in there and shot them. Mm-hmm. It, and there people were protesting. And um, there, there have been many incidences. The time where the white supremacists were out with their candles and, and going around uh, doing their marches. He called, he said there were very fine people on both sides. That woman, that there was a woman, Amanda... Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to be really bad with her name. There was a woman that was killed because she got ran over. And uh, people, she was a white woman who was out there protesting along with black mm-hmm. people. And she was run over. And people were protesting that whole time. And he came out and he said there were very fine people on both sides. So he's saying that the white supremacists were very fine people also. That's what I'm meaning. Okay. The Antifa is the, the group he just came out so, and said was a terrorist organization. Right. So what it is, is you have far right which is going to be people like the white supremacists. And then you have far left, which are the anarchists or the Antifa people. Um, well, let, let me just say Antifa is anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. Anti-fascism. I'm anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. Are you anti-fascism? I don't know what fascism means. I ain't going to lie. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so enlighten everybody. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, it's basically what we have right now. When you have a dictator that comes in and he's got the military back and we're talking about Adolf Hitler type fascism. We're talking about tyranny. We are talking about controlling people with 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 weapons and destruction to control right. them. We're talking about uh, the government rising against its own people instead of being there for the people. And so I will say yes, but I will also let everyone know Antifa is they carry communist flags. Uh, so uh, there's a distinction to be made between the real Antifa and these white supremacists that are pretending to be Antifa, and they have been called out. Make sure you're closer. We're both yeah. in the, the video. They have been called out. They, it has been proven that the white supremacists are pretending to be Antifa, but they are not actual Antifa. My point is that your president has come out and he has directly attacked Antifa and called them terrorists, but he couldn't do that with the white supremacists. Or the KKK or anybody else for that matter. Yeah. Uh, and there is the Boogaloos. There's Infowars. Anonymous has stuck their head back up. They have been exposing a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes. I support... And I, I, did, I, did I say Anonymous? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I am supportive of what Anonymous is doing. Uh, they Because they're able to hack into the system. So far they've hacked into Minnesota Police Department and started playing Fuck the Police. <laughs> That was funny. Sorry. I, I'm going to be honest, Anonymous, though. I would really like to see more from you. I'd really like to see more. You, If you have the power, and I realize that you're, from what I've seen, you're not one particular organization ran by one person. No. There's a lot of different uh, That's the only pieces way to do it. of Anonymous. Which is, yeah. which is how Black Lives started doing 
doing that too and that's how we still right. have this movement going since 2014 right. I'm, I'm proud of that I would like to see more from you though you, if you if you have those type of tech, technological capabilities that you can hack into stuff like that do some real shit don't just expose shit take systems down you can really do more and I, mm-hmm. hope, I hope that you will I, I, I can't tell people what to do so I, if, whatever you do is helpful but you know what you've done so far boosts morality for, it boosts morale that's for people, sure. so that's good, and that that's necessary. Uh, I'm not familiar with the bo- with the Boogaloo's or the Infowars. Are you? Mm-hmm. I've seen them. They've been coming out a lot, and I'm not sure if they are for the cause or if they're anarchists. I don't. I'm not sure if they are agitators or what. But you're gonna have a whole lot of people coming out, and I honestly, if it f- if things further the cause, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I do have to say this because you know how I am, but you can go on YouTube and you should educate yourself on all these different groups. Very true. Very true. Because you will see a lot more about all these groups and who they actually, who they buck up to. I will say Antifa has faced um, this white supremacist. There's been a lot of clash with the them. real Antifa. But they also have on the communist flag. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. I don't know about the real Antifa's. Yeah. I'm not going to come across. Like, I'm not going to come out against anybody who's directly yeah. uh, against fascism. Uh, I well, was, you should totally just look for educate yourself. That's how. I the the uh, let me also say here's my legal disclaimer here. I am not. I am not encouraging anybody to do any violent acts. I am not saying to hurt anyone, to destroy any property. I am not saying to uh, that I, 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 I am legally not telling you to do anything right. except protest peacefully. I'm just saying that I understand. And I'm saying I understand both of us, how these other things just happen. Make it, make it loud. Yeah. Whatever you define loud. I am not it's telling you to go burn a cop car. I am not telling you to take a life. I'm not telling you to loot. I'm saying that I understand. All right. So kind of talking about that, um, the out-of-town protesters that came here, Mm -hmm. we had a lot of people visiting. Um, I was really, I mean, it was 60,000 people. I was really impressed by them being there for the family um, because his brother's really hurting. And he should be. It was horrible. Uh, I can't imagine what his family's going through. But I, I don't know that any of them will ever listen to our crazy show. But I sure was grateful to see all those supporters. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I did address black on black, the black on crime idiom. I also want to talk about how MLK is constantly being used. He's being used as a way to silence people. He's being used as a way way to say, he did it peacefully. You should be doing it peacefully. You should be doing it this way. You should be marching. And they're completely leaving out the fact that uh, MLK was murdered. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X was murdered. JFK was murdered. All these people are dead. Yeah. But if you're going to tell what MLK did in protesting peacefully... You also need to explain that he said that a riot is the language of the unheard. 
That part is always cut off for some reason. The fact that he understood why people were getting violent. He did. It, it, that, that is a part that is um, that always gets glossed over. I'm going to tell you, though, if you have the ability to go back and look at some of the black and white stuff from segregation time, I don't understand how they wouldn't have gotten violent. Just the way that people were treated. Enough is enough. People are tired. That's another thing I made it right now. Enough is enough. Is is another statement that's constantly uh, constantly thrown around. People are fucking tired. We're tired. We're tired of shit every fucking day, all the time. Uh, also, stats that I saw after MLK was assassinated, 110 American cities started rioting. They caused 47 million in damages. On the sixth day of riots, the Civil Rights Act of 1968 was passed. In other words, the rioting led to an act. Well, you know, this whole fucking nation was founded on people rioting against their queen and king. Think about that. The, the other thing that is constantly being thrown out is in response to Black Lives Matter, people are saying all lives matter. And that is so problematic. No one is saying that nobody else's life doesn't matter. The fact that Black lives are constantly being the 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 ones that are not being that are being taken without any type of repercussions is why the Black Lives Matter statement had to be thrown out there to begin with. All lives matter was never said until people started saying Black Lives Matter. And if all lives matter, then you would be okay with people saying Black Lives Matter because they're not saying nobody else's lives doesn't matter. And I will say I 100% agree. And it wasn't until I talked to those kids that I that my perspective shifted a little bit. Tell us about the kids you talked to. So I I was an old lady and just didn't go to the protest even though I was right down the street and I really, really wanted to. Um, but it's a whole scenario for me. But one day, I was, yesterday? Was it yesterday or the day before? Mm, yeah, yesterday. I was driving uh, home from my sister's. And no, I, it was the day before. Yeah. Was no, it, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, because it was the big one. <laughs> yeah, it was yesterday. So I was driving home from my sister's, and I lived so close to where everybody was gathering. And I'm just like, you know, God, I wish I could go. Well, I see this cute little black girl standing on the side of the road with her thumb up. And I'm like, what is she doing? Like, she's this tiny little girl. I see she has all the BLM on her body. She's written on her own body. And I was like, I drove two blocks. And I was like, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I raised a child in this lifetime. He is no longer in my life. But he's, he, it was just because of a divorce situation. And he wasn't my natural born child. But he's still always in my heart. So to see this girl <laughs> look like she was only maybe 16, which it turned out she was in her 20s. Um, I was like, I can't. I can't go home. Like, what is this girl doing with her thumb stuck out like that? So I drove back and I said, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, we're just trying to get, and she ended up having family with her. So I, somehow they all got in my car. It was five children. They were all from the ages of 17 to 22. I could not remember exactly what they, the exact words that they said. Um, so I kind of try to piece it together and you know I'm a writer so it's going to sound probably a lot nicer or, or neater than what they said but I asked their opinion about how things how they felt about this and um the the brother said they're doing it differently he said our generation is doing it differently he said we are going to be persistent and we want to not stay quiet um 
And he said to me, all the protesters are more than just black people, even though they're here to support Black Lives Matter. And then the girl I picked up, turned out she'd spent two years in the military already. She was just a tiny little girl. She was so cute. And then she says, basically I'm paraphrasing. She says, we are, we are all one people. In our generation, we see everybody as one people. And if she said, yes, we're here to, to shout out Black Lives Matter. And everybody's joining us in that message. She's like, of course, all lives matter. She said, but if you are hurting one of these lives, whether it's a black life or not, but especially because it is where the main majority of this uh, oppression is, she said, then you hurt us all. So it was interesting to hear that from such a young generation that, they, that they're coming up. This is the beautiful part now here. I'm trying not to tear up you guys. <laughs> that they're coming up, raised up to know that, that they're loved by, by people around them. And that's not something, even me, I never felt that way growing up by the kids in my class or people around me. You know, it took me a long time to find people in my life that, of course, I'm a weirdo and like to, you know, dig up cats and stuff. But for her to say that, just outright be like, you know, and, and her friends that were obviously not just black because she was talking about all these people she knew. For her to say that was just very moving to know that, yes, they are doing it differently. And it's not just black people doing it differently. And I am really happy to hear that. That is, that is, very, that is very hopeful. That, that's comforting and hopeful. Um, because I'm 45, I'm 45 and, and this has been an issue my whole life. It was an issue for my mom, for my grandpa. You know, at some point, we really want to see substantial change. And so when I see young people wearing the black face or, you know, some of the stuff that they're doing, then it, that makes me think, <laughs> oh, God, the, the generation is just perpetuating, perpetuating the hate. But to see that they are hopefully in the minority. And they were from Katy. Okay. I forgot to tell you that. They weren't even from that area because I was right there in Yale, like the old black neighborhood area. They weren't from there. Then that gives me some hope. And regarding the All Lives Matter thing, and this has been said a million and one times, but... For some reason, people are still not getting it because I see people still having to explain it. If you have one house that's on fire in the neighborhood and you you call the, the fire department and they come in and they start hosing down all the houses and they haven't hosed down the house that's on fire, you know, all the houses matter, but the one that's on fire is the one that needs to be put out. That's right. And so, uh, and then for you religious people, there, I've seen people explaining about the sheep when Jesus went after the one sheep that was lost. He, had, he left the 99 to go get the one sheep that was lost. He cared enough about the one that was lost. And that's where he put his focus, even having to leave the, 91, the 99 behind to go do that. Um, here are some resources. And this is because I am getting people, like I said before, that... Want to know what they can do. First, you got to educate yourself. You need to educate yourself. And there's only so much talking we can do. You know? Tell them about the shows on Netflix. Oh, I will, for sure. Cause, uh, because Chantel actually watched the 13th. I told her about the 13th, and she watched it. You, it should be required viewing. I put that in my, my social media stores. But here's some books you can read. And I'm going to put the books out there for the people who actually read, even though as authors, I know people don't fucking read anymore. But 
<laughs> we got to get shit on audio. <laughs> for the people, for you people who actually still read, uh, check out The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism by Robin D'Angelo. These are all excellent works that will give you historical reasons for why we are where we are right now. Yes, there has been progress. Yes, we had the Civil Rights Act. Yes, we had the march and the protests before. But we are not nearly as far as we should be. And there's a lot of interesting tidbits on why that you will find out when you read these books. Also, watch The 13th. It's an Ava DuVernay documentary that's on Netflix. Watch I Am Not Your Negro. That is uh, James Baldwin. Just Mercy is with Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Selma. My husband had my kids watch Selma one day. And I was, I was like, oh, that's a bit much. It was like two years ago he had them watch it. And I, I was like, oh, I just don't want them to to feel this yet, but it was the right thing to do. Uh, Our kids have to know what's going on. We have to tell our kids how to respond when they're in public because people are going to automatically see them as a threat, even if they're just playing outside. So, Selma, if Bill Street could talk, the hate you give, Strong Island, when they see us, this has been a recent, it's been, uh, I think we just had the anniversary of When They See Us. That's another Ava DuVernay documentary. It is about the five who were wrongfully convicted of rape. And your president came out and took out a whole page ad to demand that those men be put to death behind it. Blind spotting is another one. Check out those resources. Get an understanding of what's going on. What's really going on. People talk about race being a social construct. It's not real. We're all the same. We're all blood. Yes, underneath we are. And, but uh, the, that colorblindness is another thing that is, is, is uh, harmful. Because you need to see the diversity. You need to see it. You need to see and embrace and appreciate that we're all different. That doesn't mean anybody's better than anybody else. It doesn't mean that you should be making people inferior or to put yourself in a higher, you know, you're superior to somebody because you're different. And that goes for disabilities and everything. But you, and no but, full stop. You also need to be able to see it so that you can come together and see how what piece of the puzzle that you bring to it culturally. Um, it does not mean that you need to be completely blind. You should not be completely blind. We are different physically on the outside. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pause there before I get into the other long part that I have. So if there's something you want to get in now. Because I, I want to jump into ways to get involved. And this is for the allies. This is for other black people. This is for anybody who's been saying, what can I do? I don't want to have to keep answering all the different messages. I want to be able to get it all out at once. So I'm going to tell you what I think you should do. And you can take and do what you, what you want to with that. But 
please, if there's something you want to get in now. Um, I do want to, I guess the only thing I didn't really kind of go over, um, I didn't really go over, but mention when, um, when Trump was basically talking about declaring martial law, in a way, I kind of was like, yeah, you should, because then everybody will know what it's like to not have civil rights. Because that's what it does, you know. When he declares martial law, nobody has rights anymore. And when you watch the 13th, you're going to find out that there's a loophole in our Constitution. I'm doing air quotes. The 13th is about the 13th Amendment, folks. And there's a loophole that takes away rights of people. And you will understand how this, our system, our governmental system was built to be the new slavery. You will understand it. And you will start to see why they're having a hard time figuring out how to fix it because the money in this country is coming from that. So you need to see it if you do nothing else of that list she just read. Yeah. Some things that I think you should do to get involved. Um, speak out. Hashtag Black Lives Matter Matter spread awareness. Use your platforms to discuss it, to talk about it. Uh, you don't want to let people think that you are in favor of the 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 injustices and inequalities that are going on. Speak out. Like you can literally, uh, you can go and protest. You can be out there physically protesting, but if you can't do that, we all have different roles to play. Let me let me say that. And I've, I've told Chantel about this. We don't all have to do the same thing. Okay. I have spent many years going out there protesting and, uh, I have two children now. I've, we've taken them to protest with us right now. I'm not going to be out there physically protesting, but I can use this platform to talk to people. You can listen to it or not listen to it, but I'm going to use this platform to talk about it. Yeah. You can, uh, you, you can do some of these other things, but you don't have to just be doing what someone else is doing. And that's why I have this list. There's all sorts of different things you can do. Everybody has a different role to play. Mm -hmm. You can use your platform on social media. If you were talking, people are probably upset that I'm not talking about sex all the time on my platform right now. You know what? Whatever. Fuck you. I'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. But this is something important to talk about. Also, I'm all about entertainment. Because you can't just, you know, have your head in this space all the time. I, I have to escape. And, and you know what, guys? You're using, if you're doing that, you're using entertainment to numb yourself to the world around you. And there's some, at some point, you've got to stop because it's just being complacent. Very true. Very true. So you speak out. Use your hashtags. Uh, and and um, uh, stand in solidarity in your social media platforms. Like Blackout Tuesday. Which I was horrible. I never got damn <laughs> well, internet to know I was supposed to do that. No, no, no. Well, let me say that it started with the, with the music community. Uh-huh. So the music community said that they were going to black out. And what they were going to do is, and you, had to, you needed to use the Blackout Tuesday hashtag instead of the Black Lives Matter hashtag. Because you, Black Lives Matter is to spread useful information. The, the black block was kind of blocking that on that hashtag, but the blackout Tuesday kind of did that. And you're standing in solidarity and they were not going to use the day to continue to promote usual things. They were just playing music by black artists, creatives. They were amplifying voices of black creatives, you know, basically using it as a day to, to, uh, some people use it as a day to be silent. 
And I disagree with that. Uh, use it to spread information, but uh, it wasn't business as usual. In other words, in other words, it was a pause. They were going to pause from how they normally do things and focus on the issue, Black Lives Matter movement or issue or however you want to put it. So that, that's how that was. But stand in solidarity. There is another one coming up. Blackout Day 2020, which is July 7th. I'm writing it down. Okay. Blackout Day 2020, July 7th. We're not spending. No spending. No spending. No spending. Because it's, and I think T.I. had something to do with this, but this is a matter of saying our, our money has power. Some of you won't listen because it's not affecting you financially. But once you start losing money, you will listen. So Blackout Day is uh, the, I mean, not Blackout. Yeah, Blackout Day 2020 is July 7th. Uh, donate. There's a lot of different ways you can donate. So right now, that's what I'm doing. Uh, for, you can donate for businesses, to the protesters. There are some people that are donating services. Uh, so I, ha- I know I have a number of lawyers who are donating pro bono services. If you were a protester and you were arrested, they will, some, some have agreed to bail you out. Some have agreed to represent you pro bono. Look for those. I've been sharing those in my stories. So you, if you don't have money to donate, you can volunteer with someone who does have a service to donate, or you can donate your own service. There's a lot of GoFundMes. And there's GoFundMe's for the funerals or GoFundMe's for medical expenses because, you know, different. If you can't be out there protesting, then you can help the ones who are. There's ways of doing that by donating. There's also all sorts of different funds like the George Floyd Memorial Fund, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the Black Vision. There's a whole lot of different ones, Black Vision Collective. There's a whole lot of different ones, and if you don't know of one, then uh, you know contact me, and I'll I'll can give you a list. But you can really find them all over the internet. They're everywhere. But there are ways for you to donate money. There's lots of different ways. If you just have money that you want to donate and spend, uh, some of the businesses have been um, uh, that have been destroyed. Uh, I saw one that was requesting fifteen hundred dollars. This was a restaurant in Georgia. Within 24 hours, I saw that they had already raised $300,000. $300,000. They were asked for $1,500. Are the, were they asked for like groceries for like a couple of families? They got so much groceries, they were able to feed like a few neighbors. That's right. That's right. People are there to step up uh, and to help. And there are business owners going, you. if you burn it down, it's gone. That's I right. I can rebuild. That's right. That's right. The business owners are like, I stand with you. I get it. Vote. Please. Vote. Vote. You want to know another reason why we had 60,000 people here in Houston for that protest and it was peaceful? Houston is blue. This area, we have flipped the shit. When I first got here in 2002, it was red as fuck. Then after some time, it became purple. With this last election that we had, we have flipped everything around. And it's blue. So this is where Art Acovedo is. I know you've been hearing about the chief that's been talking. And I, I, I understand. Off the president. Yeah, I understand <laughs> there's some people that have some issues with what he's done and has done in the past and how he has responded to things. I get that. Trust me. I, I know everything has not been done perfect and, and all that. 
but I'm saying that we are more likely to have him marching with us because he did march. We are more likely to have those displays here than if you're say in uh, in a in a red in a red area where people are Trump supporters and they're like MAGA. <laughs> I was like, what did she just say? <laughs> Fuck y'all, MAGA. You know, so we're more likely to have peace here yeah. than in other places because it, it, what I mean by blue though. is we have more we're more likely to have real understanding, more and, empathy. And care. That's right, more empathy. Yes, more empathy for each other. Exactly. So vote, people, vote. Oh, and and Steve King is out. Yeah, they they have there were some votes in some a few states last night, and they did start in Ferguson. They had the first black mayor. Black female mayor, I believe. I'm sorry, I don't have her name or anything. I hope I'm saying that correctly, but uh, that it was. I know it was Ferguson because that's where Mike Brown was was murdered. But vote. You want to change things? Vote. Educate your educate yourself on the history of systemic racism and educate others. Educate yourself. You can't just say, "Uh, well." We slavery has been over a long time ago, you know. Uh, what I mean, what's the big? What is the point? What is the big deal? We've even had a black president. Find out how systemic racism affects us every day. It affects everybody. Uh, you, there are people. If you want to denounce white privilege, then you do not have your eyes open. You are not seeing the fact that. You and I both could walk into the same place and someone's going to follow me around the store, but not you. You are not seeing it. You are being willfully ignorant. I I will add to what she's saying. I saw a girl on Facebook who's very lily white. Um, and she said, it's not my job to stand up and say anything. It's just my job to witness, protest, and be a human shield was what she wrote. And then I think I told you, I was like... Well, why can't your job be speaking to people that look like you? Speaking out and talking to people that you know and getting them to understand. And not from an angry perspective, but from where they're coming from so you can get them to open their eyes. Bridge a fucking gap. Hmm. Yeah, that, that too. I will say thanks to her for being a bridge. We, do, we have had uh, a lot of people who have been out there on the front lines. I have seen numerous videos where they're out there poking sticks in black people or they're, they're, they're out there shooting rubber bullets and a, white people will form a, a line around them, a band around them, and it will stop. because And that's what they're doing it because they know it's going to stop. I saw this white chick jump in and boom, it automatically stopped. But she stepped in front of this black man. I saw uh, 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 an Asian lady that took the, the cop's bicycle, just just... I don't even know where she got that strength from. She was a little small thing, but he was pushing. He was using his bike to push and shove this black woman and the little Asian lady. She was all dressed up in a dress, in a red dress. And she was sitting there like this, but she took all of her years of yoga or whatever she'd been doing and Pilates or something. And she took that bicycle and she swung him all the way off. So, yes, we do need those people that are out there on the front lines that are actually saying, I'm going to shield you from this foolishness. Yeah. Uh, Make signs and posts and build a physical wall. That's what I got there. That was next. Just just like that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Sign petitions for justice, arrests, and convictions. 
That's right. So sign those petitions that are coming around. Team up with groups, organizations that are most in line with your ideas. So, so team up with them. One, you may not be able to get as much done with one voice. But if you get hundreds of people together, you can make more movements. And so find something that's local to your area, if you like. Uh, record injustices with your phone. <clears throat> when you are out and you see something happening, some people are saying that I'm not just going to record. I'm going to step in. I'm going to fight. You know, if you're that person, you can do that. Great. If you are just recording, I, I don't I don't begrudge anybody just recording. You know, like means to me. I, I need to come home to my kids. I, and and I, I understand for the people who don't want to actually physically fight. I do get that. If you're recording, it is at least evidence for later. But don't assume the, the arrest is lawful just because you see cops arresting somebody. Get those phones out and record. Keep your batteries charged. Load shit up to the iCloud. Make sure it's constantly being recorded. That Load is how live a lot of, when you can. Yes, live also. We actually saw Philando Castile get murdered right on t- uh, Facebook Live. What happened was, and I don't know if you remember this case, but he was... He was in the car. He was a lawful gun owner. And the cop was so disheveled that he shot him. He shot him dead right while his kid was even in in the back seat. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the reason that that was recorded is because it was Facebook Live. And we had a chance to see that. And by the way, nothing was done to that cop either. Of course. (laughs) So record, go live, all that. It, it it at least gives the world a snapshot so that we can see what's going on. Things are just being this filmed. Is, this is really how the change is getting real momentum. Right. Also, call your state reps. Email. Snail mail if you have to. But you can reach out to your state reps and let them know how you feel about what's going on. How you want to see justice happen in certain incidents. Is, is that that's the law? It is. Okay. Uh, so call your state reps. Let them know what you want to see happen. They work for us. They work for you. Yes, and know that. Don't just don't feel weird if you're calling. Oh, I want you. You just say I need to say this. I need to make this statement. This is my opinion. I am a citizen. This is my zip code. I I have something to say. Respond to idiots online because we are tired. And I mean that just like how I said it, because um, once upon a time, I remember, and this was during the, the previous presidential election, where it felt like I was ar- arguing with people and I was going up against, like I was friends with one person and all 10 of their relatives would come in and I'm arguing with all 10 of these people. It's just me and one and 10 other people going back and, back, back and forth with the same old rhetoric on shit that has been has been disproved or over and over again, but they just fail to see it. They're willfully ignorant. They want to ignore it. And then it was just exhausting. It was tiring. Believe me, those people are no longer friends. They've been blocked a million and one times. But uh, I am happy to say that now when I go online, I'm, I see somebody making some foolish comment. I get ready to make a comment and reply, you know, to educate them. And there's already hundreds already there that have already jumped in. They have already joined the battle. I'm a white person and I'm here for Black Lives Matter because, or this is wrong because they are speaking out and it makes it where we don't have to stress so much. We don't have to not only just deal with it in our everyday lives, but online 
We don't. We normally have to face that thing by ourselves, and we don't have to do that anymore. That is encouraging. So thank you, and continue to do that. Respond to these idiots online. Continue to educate them. Do that with your family and your friends and your circles, not just on these news websites and mm-hmm. and um, on Facebook news sources either. Do you have anything to add up to that? Um. I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) Support black-owned businesses. Now, if you don't give a fuck about my books, you don't care about my podcast, fine. Don't listen, don't read. But find another black business that you can support. Show that you care, that you are there to to help them sustain and, and to thrive in areas where... We're either mostly boxed out of or treated indifferently or even treated unfairly. Show your support to those black businesses. And that doesn't mean going around going, so my new best friend's a black man. <laughs> no, it's just meaning this is a great place. You should try it. Yes. And there, there are a lot of, you, you mentioned that you had a list of uh, restaurants. Yes, that's out. right. Black owned restaurants. Sure do for us. There are a lot of lists out there. If you don't I've know. i most of them. Yeah. If you don't know of a place to do business with, reach out to one of us and we we can let you know. But it's really as simple as a Google search. You can just do black-owned restaurant, black-owned print shop, black-owned t-shirt company, black-owned whatever, Um, construction company. Yeah, Yeah. black authors, whatever. But support. Show your support. Yeah. Or even if it's simple as you you don't have money to spend, you know, share their their posts. Or, you know, support them live, yes. share it with somebody else. It, share, it's really ex- simple. Especially the young voices and the, the sane voices that you hear, share that. Exactly. And, that's, and that goes to my next point on amplifying black voices. And, and don't, you, don't amplify the, the black voice with the intent of hijacking it to discuss and make it about yourself. So mm-hmm. amplify the black voice and... Don't make it about yourself when you do. It's just you, you want to amplify that voice, whether that be in social media or whether that be in your, your own personal life. I've already talked about the Blackout Day 2020. That's July 7th. No spending. That's right. No spending. And that is, that is proactive, but as a defense, also boycott people, groups, businesses that are against the cause. Mm-hmm. So I just recently learned that uh, Wendy's and um, Taco Bell... Taco Bell they both uh, donated large sums of money towards Trump's campaign. I'm not supporting that shit. I'm not supporting their business, and I'm going to hate to get the gas that I normally get from Taco Bell because I enjoy running to the border. But there's, uh, there's other places that I can get gas. You can get gas at home. <laughs> can get gas. Can, canned beans will give you plenty. <laughs> I can get gas from other places. My point is don't continue to support people that are contrary to your cause. Look for the businesses and the people and the groups and the organizations that give back to you, to your community. Make sure you are, you are letting people know with your dollars that you support them, not just with, uh, so because you're going to spend, like you're going to go buy your clothes, but don't spend it with people who, who don't support or who are giving to people who are furthering your oppression. Find places to spend your time and your money. Don't spend your time and money with people who are against what you were for. Mm-hmm. Report any hate that you see online and in person. Let people know that there are consequences. They'll think twice when it starts affecting their jobs. Unless they're named Trump. <laughs> 
Well, his job is going to be affected too, hopefully, if you vote. Yeah. But uh, report it when you see it online. Uh, when when Trump mentioned that about you get shot if you loot, what was that? If when you not when you when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Right. And he was con- he was quoting a Confederate. Uh, so when when you see when I when I saw that that night, someone posted, and I have Trump blocked on Twitter. But someone posted, I had to unblock him to do this. And I was happy to do that and then block him again. But when he posted that, <clears throat> I was one of the hundreds of thousands of people that reported that tweet. And it was hidden. You, you do need to make sure that if people are threatening people online, and I've seen that not just with Trump, uh, but his fan base is notorious for that shit. Report it. Report any hate speech you see. Um, hate speech is, you know, going to be subjective. But threats, they definitely do not have a place online. That's just another form of bullying. And I, I saw even this local, um, the local realtor that oh, posted right. about black. What was that bullshit? Black people bring out the worst in everybody or something like that. I've seen all sorts of things, but anyway, she lost her job. I've seen constantly when people are doing this and they think they can hide behind their, their anonymous or their, their or that they're IP stupid, address. Because that's what Trump tried to say. Oh, I didn't realize that that's what that went back to. <laughs> hey, I did a pretty good impression. <laughs> it sounded really stupid. And I, I, hate, I hate even constantly talking about him, but... But, you know, I mean, he's just an easy target. Yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, when you see stuff online, report it. Yes. And if you see something in in person and it looks suspicious, um, suspiciously against minority uh, minority groups, report that also. Now, and, and hold up, and let me let me say for a minute here. I don't mean when you see because we've been having a whole bunch of people reporting shit when people are just living their lives. I don't mean report people that are just at the fucking park bird watching. <laughs> I don't mean um, reporting people that you think are suspicious of petty stuff and they're just minding their own fucking business. You mind your business. I mean when you see actual threats happening, report yes. that shit. Yes. I also uh, listen to us. This is something that we've been dealing with for our whole lives, generations upon generations, and we are exhausted. We are tired, but we've been saying it and people haven't been listening. And listen to us. If someone is saying that they are being discriminated against or they have been treated unequally, listen. Don't just automatically dismiss it and say that here's somebody pulling a race card. I don't know who started that fucking race card shit. This isn't dominoes. This isn't solitaire. This is life. So uh, listen to people when they are saying that they are being treated unfairly. Be sympathetic and empathetic. Have an empathetic ear. Don't automatically turn off and say, oh, they're bringing up race again. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. We're not going to get anywhere that way. No. And that's just you obviously being afraid to look at something that's probably you're guilty of doing. Probably. Also, clean up the city. Uh, you, You know, this doesn't require any money. It just requires some of your time. So if you have time and there was a just a protest or a riot or some looting or whatever the night before, get some trash bags together and go in the city and help clean it up. Trust me, the, the city officials will be happy even if you just leave the trash bag there. It's all in a bag. They'll pick it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's just another way of, you know, su- uh, supporting your neighborhood and your community uh, by in, in, in not um, 
not being an adversarial. You know, you're not being adversarial and doing it. You're just coming behind, cleaning up, mm-hmm. so that we can get out there and protest again the next day. Uh, also, rest. Self care is important. Also, make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Have empathy, but do understand we are not okay, and it's okay to not be okay. There's a lot that's going on. Um, I am an obsessive type person, so I spend a lot of time, you know, going page to page to page trying to figure out what's happening, what's the latest, uh, uh, which city is rioting right now, um, who, which what celebrity said what next. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time doing that, and, I, and you can literally close one app, go to the next app, and find totally different information, go to the next app, and then start that whole process all over again. Yeah. So you got to disconnect at some point. Do not remain disconnected, though, because that is, um, that is allowing shit to continue, and that's the cycle we're trying to break. But do rest. Do make sure you are taking care of your mental health. Do disconnect for some time to get yourself together and then come back when you have a more clear head, you feel more calm. Also be sympathetic and empathetic to people understanding that they may be going through some things. They may have, uh, they may be facing some issues. This may be a reminder to them of what's happening, what, what happened to someone in their family or what could happen to someone in their family. There's a lot of fear. Understandably, there's a lot of anxiety right now. So, be concerned about your fellow man and just understand that right now they may not be okay. Yeah. And you guys, this may sound strange, but if any law enforcement or people dealing with the law enforcement might happen to listen to this, or you know law enforcement that they're part of your life, you know, just tell them, or if you're listening to this, be honest with yourself. If you have gotten to the point in your job where you have seen things that you can't come back from or you feel like you need a rest, then take it. Don't keep yourself out there and make yourself a a problem. We don't need problems on the street. We need solutions that are humanitarian humanitarian in nature, not punishing in nature. That that's a good point about the about the the cops, the officers because there is another side to this. There are a lot of officers um, now there's a lot of people that say, um, the, the, if there were good officers, they would have stood up against the bad cops. And I, I do think there's some truth to that. Uh, there, there are some right now that may be struggling and trying to figure out where their place is right now. They may need to do some assessments and, and figure out if they're in the right line of work. That's right. Um, and maybe you just gotten to a point where you just go, no, I'm not, this isn't working for me. You will know, you will know. And God forbid, if you work with somebody who has, how many complaints did that man have against him? It was a lot. It yes. was like over 10. Yes, exactly. If they have that much and you, and you see this person every day, knowing that they have, you need to figure it out. I know it's a boys club in those fucking ranks. Yeah. But you got to there has to if there's an idea in your head for some legislator that legislative uh work that could help then freaking get it out there. Let's get people talking about this because you know, we're all we're all human, but we don't act it and we need to figure out how to act it more. Yes. And and we do know that all cop, all cops aren't bad. We do know that all officers aren't bad. 
Uh, but every black male, every black female, every black child is not a threat either. So let's focus on that. Remember, when you are approaching someone, they don't, and, and rest in peace to the officers that are dying in the line of duty. Um, but there's going to be some casualties. There's going to be some casualties on all sides. That's right. On, everybody's going to be losing something in all this. But that's what a movement is. That's what war is. And that's what... It, that's, that's the sort of thing that's been brewing for a long time and I'm sorry that anybody has to lose their life over but there will be bloodshed that's just what happens and that's the faster that we open our eyes happens. and help one another the, the faster it stops and again I'm not encouraging bloodshed unless we're talking about movies or something <laughs> the only time I, 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 I say I'm, flood, I'm for bloodshed and I'm serious about it is when I'm talking about Thanos or the Joker or some fictional character, I'm telling you that I do understand what's happening and I do know there's going to be more of it. One of the points I wanted to make was, you know, Dicey has has already testified a few times throughout this that, you know, black families have to teach their children different things at very young ages and it's not easy. Well, you know what? Every family needs to do that, no matter the color of their skin, because you are not sending your child out into a world that's happy-go-lucky. Our country is in a state of unrest right now, but all the other countries, majority of them have been in states of unrest. And really, our country's just been in a cold war. So if you're sending your children out without any kind of preparation for what they're gonna deal with, you're not doing them any favors. As a matter of fact, you might as well put a bullet in their head. And that's horrible to say. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm saying you are not helping your family when you don't educate them. I know what it's like because I had to help educate my, my stepson. You know, I don't even know how many times we had to tell him, you never run when a cop comes up to you. You never run. You stay there. You freeze and you do what you're told. Uh, I will say that um, with the freeze and do what you're told, the that has been said over and over again also, and that has resulted in a lot of black lives that have been lost. Uh, we have been told that we have to do a certain thing. I have to tell my son to do a certain thing. You got to hold your hands up. You got to do all that. One of the reasons that there is no justice, no peace that's being shouted right now is because that has not mattered. No matter what we do, the respectability politics doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how educated we are, how what car we're driving, what kind of uh, degrees we have. It doesn't matter what whether we're wearing a suit or not. It doesn't matter. You you can ask anybody that is a professional black person that drives an expensive car lives in a great neighborhood they're going to be stopped by the cops on a regular basis going into in and out of their own neighborhoods they're going to be interrogated in their own neighborhoods in their own communities it does not matter for us whether we are following the law or not we are presumed guilty we are presumed as suspects we are presumed as criminals just because when you look at us you see black that is a fact and so the even with um Ahmad Aubrey, who was just killed a few weeks ago, he was running. He was jogging in the neighborhood, and these white men followed him in a fucking truck, and they killed him. He, they, they expected him to stop and answer his, their questions. These were citizens. They were not cops. I believe one was a former cop. They were not cops. They were citizens that believed him to be, quote-unquote, 
part of some a string of burglaries that they had in the neighborhood. By were, the way, there were no burglaries in that neighborhood that was reported. But they expected him to stop and answer questions and to answer for supposedly string of burglaries. And is he supposed, am I supposed to be telling my son when some random ass white folks follow you in a neighborhood, you stop and you do what they say? Do? Hell no. the fuck no. And they had a gun. They had a gun that he could see. And then people try to say, well, he swung first. He had a gun pointed he at had, the man. He was the one who was in fear for his life and was trying to defend himself. So even, I'm going to just say, even if he was there to do something bad, which we know he wasn't, they were three people with a gun. What the fuck was he supposed to do? They weren't even police officers. Not, of course, if they were, he probably would have been even more scared. So if we run, we're gunned down. If we don't run, we're gunned down. Yeah. And in which case, this is why people are out there protesting right now. That's right. And um, the no justice, no peace, that no peace part is what everybody needs to be uh, paying attention to. That's right. Because it was try- we tried to do it peacefully and no one has listened. That Tony Lauren bitch, a blonde chick that's uh, made a career after being a racist, uh, the the blonde white chick, she's pretty, so she gets away with all the shit she says. Posted, how does looting, rioting, and destroying your own community bring justice for anyone? And the response that I loved that went viral was, I don't know, but they tried peacefully kneeling, and y'all had a problem with that too. Yeah, that's you know I think we might have said this already, but you know shit is taught to you. And you don't realize that it's that, that it's there, and you you want to ride the line, you want to be um, controversial. Guess what? Keeping racism alive isn't the way to fucking do it. Just gonna say that. <laughs> There's a lot of other ways to be controversial. Wear a white shirt and show your fucking nipples or something, bitch. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Nowadays, you'd be controversial breastfeeding in public. That, there you that'll, go. That'll stir up some I shit, I mean, it's too. just ridiculous. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think we covered that not all the officers, I think we covered it, were necessarily white. But that just goes to show that there is racism everywhere. And, in, and sometimes and you don't even realize it's in you. When it's systemic, it affects all fibers of the, the, of the system. That's right. So we just need to, we need to, for some people, it's finding faith, figuring out how to overcome your anger when it's time. For most people right now, it's about persistence. Now I say the part about faith, not necessarily for black people because white people. Oh my God, do not let me get started on how religion has a subdued. uh. I know, but I'm talking about white people because you got so upset over the target and whatever else, and you're not getting over, upset over the death because you're scared to look and confront evil. But you know what? You're That's surrounded right. by evil. You probably have evil in your family, and you don't want to admit it. They didn't have any problem with the bombing in Afga- Afghanistan after 9-11, though. No. Now what? Is that going to bring the towers back? No. Is that going to bring back the people who died in those towers and rest in peace to them? I don't mean to be insensitive. Uh, about anybody who is dealing with the loss of anybody who died in those twin towers. My point is, uh, no peace is what happens after there is injustice. And 
If we can go to other countries and bomb, you better believe there's going to be some fighting in the streets right here when there is injustice. Because we all have the right to live. Don't forget that. We all have the right to live. Educate yourself, people. Educate yourself and understand that humanitarianism is something, it is, a, it is action. It is not just talking about it, not just all this list of things you can do. It is a way that you have to change it the way you think. And, and don't let this be the time that you get quiet. Um, there's a quote that I, I'm full of quotes, you know, I love them. Ella Whistle, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name correctly, but I just want to give that person credit for this quote. This is not off the top of my head. We must always take sides. Neutrality, neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. So, you know what? And this, this is going to be true to our sex and horror, but th- this is my sexy part for it, of this true horror segment. I have never seen more handsome, attractive, sexy-ass men than I have right now. The ones that are standing up publicly. Oh, my God. It makes me so hot just thinking about it. I support a number of people. I'm a fan of their work. Um, But I'm telling you, there is nothing more attractive than seeing them. I'm so happy to support them even more now. To see them out there either protesting on the front lines, and there is a number of them, donating money. Um, uh, Chrissy Teigen, I love what she did. Like, I wasn't even following Chrissy beforehand. I understand that's John Legend's wife and everything. She's beautiful. I've never, I don't have a negative word to say about her. But the, the, I loved how she addressed it when someone told her, um, you were, she, she said, I'm going to give $100,000 towards the, uh, towards, uh, helping the protesters get out of jail, I believe is what she was donating towards. And someone said, you're helping the looters and the rioters. And she said, you know what? They might need a little more, more money. Here's 200,000. She doubled it. Oh my God. I loved it. Seth Rogen, people are coming on his feed talking about all lives matter and, and blah, 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 blah. He was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Get off my feed. You don't deserve my movies. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it, he's never looked more attractive. Um, there's a few. Um, By the way, I do think that there are people with negative perspectives that are are utilizing words that that don't mean what they. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm, taking, they're changing mm-hmm. the meaning of what it should fucking mean. Is yeah, what I'm trying to say. Right, 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 right. And then there's some who are well-meaning, I believe. But if you were well-meaning, that goes back to listening. Then you need to know how that is, that is not an effective way to ally saying all lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter. If you matter. say all lives matter, you better damn well understand why Black Lives Matter is important. Exactly. Um, there's a few of them uh, like Jake Gyllenhaal, Ben Barnes, um, uh, Richard Mad- Madden. Uh, there's some... Uh, Jason Day there's there's some that I've been following that I just think are just absolutely gorgeous and they've been going into paint hard Seth Gamble, porn star uh, but just the response and the the solidarity is beautiful this being pro-black or being against white supremacy. None of those things are saying we hate white people. You have never heard me say anything about not liking white people. I, there was a whole lot of white dick I'd love to ride. But, and I'm joking. I, I'm joking about that. 
I, I, what I mean is, <laughs> I believe in diversity inclusion. You can check my history. It's all about that. And I, I appreciate allies of all races coming together. It is a human battle. It is a human fight because no lives matter if all lives don't matter. That's right. All lives don't matter if black lives don't matter. So we are addressing black lives matter because of systemic racism. And we are speaking out against that. Thank you for everyone ally. Thank you to black brothers and sisters for, for standing strong in whatever role you're playing in this right now. I know it's hard. I know it's been a long, arduous process. It's really just beginning. I've been looking for these, these protests and riots to happen since um, Trump first got in office. That's my husband coming in. Uh, so I better stop talking about white dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> our secret. <laughs> but um, I uh, thank you all. And for whatever role you're playing in helping to bring about justice. And we have a lot, a lot more ground to cover. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. But in the end, I hope that we are making better lives for the next generation. Yeah. And like the young ones told me persistence is what needs to happen they have it we can have it we can have it don't let up it's not time to let up that's a good place to end thank you for that and thank you for being out there protesting people thank you for listening to this week's episode of sex and horror make sure you subscribe and join our facebook group if you'd like to be a guest let us know if you have a topic to suggest a movie tv show book song to be featured let us know you can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See, See you, you next week, week for Sex and Horror. Horror.